Welcome to Marketing Tales with Chris Raposo, a podcast created to spotlight and highlight marketers, tell their stories, and share their knowledge with those interested in all things marketing. If you're interested in more than just the cut and dry strategies and tactics and want to learn more about the human side of his guests and how they got to where they are today, then this show is for you. How does one earn high quality backlinks? Uh, It starts with creating high quality content. I personally feel like if you create like high quality content, like infographics, which are easily shareable and quote unquote linkable, if it's something very insightful and eye catching, like I think if you look at SEM rush, they do a bunch of infographics and people just use it on their blog articles and just link it back to SEM rush. But some of the other ways is pretty much you have to pay for high quality backlinks. You have to reach out to industry specific uh, blogs and like news outlets. So for like legal, there's like Clio that they do like software and there's like a bunch of other illegal related uh, topics. Uh, just yeah, Avo, those are directories you can pay for a link back to your website and yeah those are the, that's some of the good ways to acquire backlinks hey everybody i'm here with kaushik prakash on the marketing tales show or podcast uh kaushik and i we go way back i met him about two years ago when i started my journey into marketing he's been really um helpful getting me started and it's giving me a lot of advice. So I figured I will have him on the show to talk a little bit about SEO and the benefits of it. Um, so Kaushik has a degree in mechanical engineering, believe it or not, from the University of Korea. So Kaushik, with that degree in mechanical engineering, what made you want to get into marketing? Uh, I think it was just like, I spoke, well, I am Indian and I spoke to my dad after I graduated high school. And, you know, you get the standard, you're a doctor, engineer, or an accountant talk. And I'm like, uh, all right, guess it's engineering because I was always fascinated by cars. But only when I started doing my degree, like I realized like I like owning cars better than making them. And I was like, okay, this is not the field I want to be in. But at the same time, I was, I would say I was always good at spotting trends. And in Asia, like any digital marketing trend always came like three, four years after it was in the States. So like Instagram was really popular in like 2012, 2013 in the US. And I was in Korea around 2015, 16. It was slowly starting to pick up. And I was like, "Mm, all right, let me just learn more about these digital channels. And that's how I slowly got into the game. Okay, perfect. Well, we're happy to have you. That's for sure. So I see that you briefly worked as a digital marketing manager at a law firm in Seoul, South Korea. What made you start your own agency, Valio Marketing? Uh, yeah, pretty much uh, I graduated uh, university. And at that time, I had about two, almost like three, three and a half years of digital marketing experience because me and my business partner, Ethan, so we were best mates in uni. And so he started these blogs and it, right now it gets about like 200,000 monthly visitors for each of them. And I was helping him with SEO and I slowly started picking up like things relevant to SEO. And I worked at a law firm and this was during peak of COVID. So I started working. So in Korea, it was COVID hit a bit earlier. That was the second country to hit COVID. And it's, I joined in March, 2020. And during peak of COVID, I was let go. 
But at the same time, I was having conversations. Well, it was like a short stint, like you said. I was only there for six months. And during the time, I was having a lot of conversations with other BD and marketing folks that worked at law firms across the world, from UK, Singapore, South, just Southeast Asia in general, uh, the United States. And um, all of them said, hey, look, we don't know how to navigate this digital world. It's like kind of new for us because before it was just like, hey, let me go to these conferences, hand out these business cards. Let's try to drum up business and network with people there. But now since COVID happened, they didn't know how to navigate that. And I saw an opportunity. And yeah, that's why I started my agency, Bailey Legal Marketing. And then why exactly did you go into legal, into the legal? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's a funny story because after I graduated, I kind of didn't know. I was kind of like lost. I was like, okay, I knew that I had to get a job, I'm not a freeloader. So I was like, okay, let's get a job. And my cousin and my aunt, they're lawyers. So, and I had a chat with her. She was like, hey, why not join the legal industry? And I had no idea. I just took her, I guess she wasn't really giving me advice. It was more of a suggestion, but I took it as advice. I started applying for like law firm marketing positions. And yeah, I started right off the bat as a digital marketing manager, like 22 handling like a marketing team of five. So that, that was an interesting, that was definitely a good learning experience. That's awesome, man. Well, you're a good fit for it for sure. I've noticed that. Um, so I've been following you on LinkedIn for a while, and I see that you're evangelizing the importance of search engine optimization in marketing. Mm -hmm. um, why is SEO so important in your opinion, and what are its benefits? I think SEO can have a lot of benefits, and some of them could, I think the majority would be lead generation, because that's what most businesses care about. They want to they're investing in a digital marketing channel. They want to see an ROI out of it. So I think th that's the best way to get high quality organic inbound leads to your website consistently. Because when it comes to things like paid advertising, like Google PPC, Facebook ads, LinkedIn ads, once you stop running these ads, and if your marketing budget dries up, the lead flow completely shuts down. Whereas with SEO, when you do the, uh, the foundational work, you start getting leads uh, it's like evergreen. You start getting leads even like two or three years later. And so, yeah, lead generation, brand visibility, because uh, if, you, if you're doing SEO properly, you're going to start getting featured in news outlets. People are going to want to know your insights. And so it brings on more uh, brand visibility for, so I, I'm a, I have specialized in the legal industry. So for like the partners and in general, the firm overall. Uh, brand awareness, because more people, if someone's searching for your service or a product, uh, they're going to come across your website on Google. And even if they don't know about you, they can click on your website, know what you have to offer, and they can see you're the best fit for them. Yeah. And if you show up on uh, page one or even on the first spot uh, for a search. Yeah, that's like, and with SEO, like the top three positions get like over like 60%. The first one is like 30, then it's like 17, then it's like 12. And yeah, it's if you appear in the top three, you're definitely getting more brand visibility and awareness because if someone's completely new, the first thing most people do is go on Google, search something up. And it's very likely that I'm going to either end up contacting them via phone call or like the phone, the lead generate, the lead contact form on the website, just fill it out and get the service I'm looking for. Yeah, and it makes you the expert too, and the thought leader in that particular specific niche that they're that they're in. 
For sure. It's a great way to uh, showcase expertise and build your credibility for sure. Yeah. If a, if a marketer, like a legal marketer considers investing in SEO, what's the best way to conduct uh, keyword research? Or is that the way to start SEO? Conducting? Uh, I would say I, I got to start off saying that don't, I know it could be a bit, don't skimp out, uh, invest in proper SEO tools, paid SEO tools, because the free ones, they're great if you're like literally starting to learn about SEO, but if you're actually a marketer in a law firm and want to do keyword research to, you know, get gain some of the benefits that we spoke about, what SEO can do for the business, I think you have to get serious and invest in tools like RFs, HREFs, however you say it, SEMrush. Those are good tools. Uh, those are a bit more expensive. I think they start around like $100 or $140 a month. But if you want a good, just for keyword research, I recommend KeySearch. It's only $19 a month. It has all the pretty much all the benefits, unlimited searches. You get like credits, you can use them. Uh, it's You can do competitor analysis and a bunch of stuff. I have a video about it on my website. So uh, it's, it's really good. Yeah, I watched it. But in your opinion, which one is the best tool and which one do you personally use for your business? Uh, I would say both key search and Ahrefs because uh, Ahrefs is the superior tool because you could do bunch of other stuff like backlinks, checking out technical SEO, whereas with key search, it's purely for keyword research. So yeah, Ahrefs is the overall better SEO tool. And I would say the best way to conduct SEO is to honestly look down what services you offer. So let's say for my industry, law firms, they have like particular practice areas. So like personal injury, employment law, divorce, family law, and list out all the service areas or products if you're a, a B2C business and uh, in the consumer space and list out all the products and start going through one by one, Put start putting in keywords. So let's say if you're an employment uh, lawyer, just put in employment law and you're going to have like a bunch of other keywords and find low competition, mid to high volume search volume keywords and create content around those and include that in your homepage or practice area pages and yeah, slowly build it out from there. Yeah. You, you mentioned keywords, uh, backlinks. How does one earn high quality backlinks? Uh, it starts with creating high quality content. I personally feel like if you create like high quality content, like infographics, which are easily shareable and quote unquote linkable. So if it's something very insightful and eye catching, like I think if you look at SEM rush, they mm -hmm. do a bunch of infographics and people just use it on their blog articles and just link it back to SEM rush. And that's a great way to learn backlinks. But some of the other ways is pretty much you have to pay for high quality backlinks. You have to reach out to, uh, you know, industry specific uh, blogs and like news outlets. So for like legal, there's like, um, Clio, they do like software and there's like a bunch of other illegal related uh, topics. Uh, just the uh, Avo, those are directories. You can pay for a link back to your website. And yeah, those are the, that's some of the good ways to acquire backlinks. Yeah, let's say a company or a firm starts creating content and invests into SEO. How long does it usually take until they see some results from that effort? Uh, I think you have to start by defining what results are because when 
callbacks like leads somebody's gonna call leads you. all right okay and okay once again i'll give you like a brief overview because when you usually there's different types of content there's the top top of the funnel so usually the market digital marketing is a funnel there's the top middle and the bottom of the funnel and it depends on which part of the funnel you're creating content for if you're usually creating top of the funnel content those are usually blog articles so you measure results by traffic or new people that you bring to the website. So those are the metrics that you wanna be tracking. Mid and bottom of the funnel is like people that start, who are potentially interested in your service. They've done the research, they've looked at your testimonials, your case studies, or like your product reviews, and they're convinced, but they need more convincing. It's just, they stay in the marketing funnel for longer. And so yeah, for top of the funnel, I would say two to three months is a good start. You should start slowly length. If you did SEO and you wrote the articles properly, uh, you can start ranking on the first page of Google. I mean, the top 10 search results uh, or even top 15 pretty easily. I would say like four to six weeks, but sometimes it could take a lot longer. And there's a number of factors uh, like uh, your domain authority. And if you're already ex like, you know, existing for a long time on the internet, those are some key factors. Yeah, so in terms of leads, I would say most of our clients generally uh, get their, see an ROI on their investment in the six to eight month mark. And you'll start like purely profiting after the 10 to 12 month mark. Um, let's say somebody is trying to get an SEO company or even partner with you. How, how do you report on the progress and what does it look like for your clients? Do you meet with them weekly or monthly? whenever we start checking on a client, we do a, we have this client onboarding process. I think it's very smooth. So we do a call with them, set them, set expectations because often when law firms come to us, they have these false expectations that they're going to see a return on their investment in two to three months, which is just not the case when it comes to SEO, maybe Google PPC. So we set expectations. We tell them what to expect in the sense that, Hey, look, first three months, the majority of the SEO work happens. So we go over like technical SEO. Uh, we give them a step-by-step -step breakdown of what's going to happen. Then we create a Slack channel for exclusively them because we work on multiple projects at the same time. So technical SEO, on-page optimization, content writing and creation, keyword research. So we have all the deliverables in different channels and they can have a look at it anytime and we do report our results monthly so we give them a progress and we always use google data studio because it's easy to visualize and when it comes to seo google is the king and google automatically aggregates data from google analytics search console and just putting it in and also google tag manager and putting it in uh, google data studio is super easy i think now it's called looker studio it's, it's just a different name but it's the same thing okay Okay, let's say so. there's a lot of SEO companies out there on the web. Uh, what's one piece of advice you'd give someone looking to get into SEO or even hiring an SEO agency? What should they look for? What's a, what's a red flag? Uh, there are many red flags. And I think the number one would be promising the number one search spot for your company. So let's say you sell hot tubs. Oh, we'll get you to the number one position for the keyword hot tubs in four months. That's just not realistic. That's just giving you false promises. You're going to invest a bunch of, I wouldn't say invest, burn a bunch of money 
and not see a return on your investment. And you're going to say, hey, look, SEO doesn't just just doesn't work for us. I think it's a scam. Uh, and it's a sad reality that most law firms go from my industry go through, I would say three to five marketing agencies before they find the right one for them. So if you want to avoid those three to five churns, uh, burn and churn, that's what I like to call. So I think you should look for industry specific case studies. So if you're in the legal industry, we have case studies for that will work with law firms and industry. And you want to make sure that they only focus on one industry. You don't want a generalist SEO agency. You don't want an agency that does e-commerce, mom and pop stores, law firms, and like uh, plumbers and contractors, HVAC, because it's so wide that you need an expert. That's the number one differing factor. So if they're not an expert, go find yourself an expert. Look at case studies, testimonials, ask for references, contact the references. And if they refuse to give references, I think that should be a big red flag because I've seen quite a few agencies just make up random testimonials and they just get like AI generated faces from the internet and technology is getting so advanced. So make sure you get proper references, reach out to them, ask them what their experience was working with them and then take it a step from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if somebody wants to educate themselves on SEO right now, as they start out, what are two books you recommend anyone to look at, or maybe even a podcast or a video? Uh, so uh, that's the thing. So I, I don't, I simply don't have the patience to read a book, which in this digital age with short form content and my attention spans all crazy and a bit cuckoo. So, but uh, I would recommend one book and this is, uh, it's called This is Marketing by Seth Godin. Uh, Godin Godin. It's an excellent book. It's like, it's not too technical. It's a good book to, you know, actually get you excited about marketing. But if you actually want to learn SEO or Facebook ads, Google PPC, HubSpot has these fantastic courses. They're completely free. You just give your email, get into their newsletter, you sign up. It's 100% free and you can learn a lot about it. So they have SEO, Google PPC, Facebook ads, a reputation management, local SEO, the whole nine yards. They're amazing. Okay, great. Uh, is there a good podcast you would recommend anybody listening to uh, that's about legal marketing? Uh, I would recommend my podcast. It's called The Legal Two Cents, where me and my business partner, it's kind of like how Chris and I have this conversation. It's kind of simple. We crack a cold one open. I think that's the only difference. When we're recording is currently it's it's 9 a.m. for Chris, and I think it's a bit too early to start drinking. But uh, my business partner and I, we crack a cold one open. Uh, we just chat about marketing. And we do have differing opinions and it gets heated at times. So I think it's a good, uh, it's a good listen. You can just drive, listen to us, argue about, it's just two best mates arguing about marketing and we're passionate about marketing and giving our two cents. I love it. Uh, I've, I've listened to it quite a bit, so I really enjoy it. So I, I recommend everybody check it out. The legal two cents. I'm going to um, write that into the description of this episode as well and even link to it so people can check it out all right this almost concludes our episode i'm always uh, looking for other marketers that i can talk with and have on the show who is one person you think i should interview next uh i think one is a bit too i'll give you like three i think his okay. uh 
for and these are mostly in the legal space i would say one uh i think i'm i'm never actually spoken with him because we're connected on linkedin we engage with each other's content but chris dreyer uh i think he is in illinois uh, i think he's in the us that's for sure and i honestly look up to him as an he runs an seo agency for personal injury attorneys it's hyper niche hyper specific and i think he has everything nailed uh, down perfectly when it comes to marketing, sales, branding. I think you should definitely look him up for a legal space. And William McLaughlin. So he works at KPMG Thailand and he's fantastic. Uh, he's been in the BD space for, if you want more of a business development role, he's been in the space for over, I would say 10 to 12 years. And finally, uh, Paul Evans, he's an Australian legal marketer who I'm pretty good friends with. We chat every month. Uh, he deals more with websites, web design, and uh, he, he's pretty fun to chat with. So I would definitely recommend you reach out to him. Very good. I'll, I'll do that. And if I need, I'm going to need an intro from you. Um, Kaushik, I really appreciate you being on the Marketing Tales show slash podcast. And um, we'll be in touch. And if anybody wants to connect with you or get your services what's the best way to connect with you i would say my linkedin i'm pretty active on linkedin uh i i hit six thousand followers yesterday so that was Congrats. a pretty proud achievement uh that i like so i'm always active on linkedin you can reach it's called kaushik prakash and it's a photo of me that i took three years ago in a suit and i've been worn a suit ever since and you can reach out by email kaushik at baileyillegalmarketing.com that's V-A-L-E-O, Avelio. And yeah, email, LinkedIn, two best ways to reach out to me. Awesome. Appreciate you having being on here. So take care. Have a good day. And thank you so much, buddy. You too.